All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of Amazon, Walmart, Target, these companies that hate you? Literally, they hate you. They spit in the face of your values. They hate children. They're pro-abortion. They're anti-Christian. They're pro-LGBTQ. So am I. That's why I love my good friends at Public Square, the absolute parallel economy. Not only can you download their app at publicsq.com right now, Starting November 1st, now you can have the e-commerce just like Amazon, just like Walmart, just like Target on the Public Square app. They are putting their money where their mouth is to bring you the parallel economy. No more shopping in Amazon, no more shopping at Target, no more shopping at Walmart. Shop at Public Square from now on to support the companies that support your values. Go to publicsq.com right now. Good morning, America. We have producer Hot Seat Todd in the studio today. There right, he is I'll, right there. I'll go ahead and do it. Hang on. There's a button. <laughs> Todd, Todd forgot to hit go live on the thing, which is why we are a couple minutes behind, but yeah. it's all right. Sorry well, about that. Uh, Tony is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Tony's pasa, right there. Oh, we got the backwards hat today. Nice. I love it. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's start this off with a bang. We need every single one of you to hit that like button because we're the only ones bringing you the truth, and we're right again, <laughs> again. about it all. We're right. <laughs> it's the only time I'm going to yell this entire show. Yep. We need you to hit that like button. The more you hit the like button, the more people see this. If this is your first time, make sure to hit the follow button. Comment in the live chat. Uh, we try to keep up with that uh, as much as possible. And then if this is going to offend someone in your life, make sure to share it far and wide. Yes. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, Toddnical difficulties. Toddnical difficulties. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, everybody, listen up. Do you have your emergency supply of food? We all know we need three to six months of cash on hand, but what about food? What if there was a way to have a three-month emergency supply of food? Well, there is. Ready Pantry offers 25-year shelf-stable food that tastes amazing and includes meals for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even dessert. Not to mention the peace of mind you get knowing you have an emergency food supply for anything. Power outages, hurricanes, weather, national disasters, grid collapse, EMP attack, rolling blackouts, war, supply chain, the list goes on and on. Right now at Ready Pantry, they offer three different ways. A 72-hour, a one-week supply, a one-month supply, and all you have to do is go to readypantry.com slash gram and use the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. This will get you an extra 10% off your order plus free shipping on all orders. Again, they have a 72 one week and one month supply. So protect yourself, protect your family. Go to readypantry.com slash Graham with the promo code Graham. That's readypantry.com slash Graham, promo code Graham. Thanks. So let's go ahead and I'm just going to go ahead and do an opening statement. Okay. For this. Um, last week I posted a clip 
that really upset a lot of people, uh, specifically DeSantis supporters. I don't really know many Haley supporters, but specifically DeSantis supporters. And it ended with me kind of going, you know, if you still support Ron DeSantis, let, let, let me speak your language. And I went, and I did that. That was hilarious. Yep. It apparently upset a lot of folks. No, they right? can get over it. Uh, I saw one person who was like, don't worry, everybody. I speak stupid. And Graham is stupid. <laughs> and Graham needs to read a book. And da da da. Okay, fine. Uh, who's the dummy now? Oh, I wish I had I'm that. I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Major pain. Who's the dummy now? All right. <laughs> I told everyone before Ron DeSantis announced that if he announces, it is the greatest political miscalculation of all time. Mm-hmm. We had the heir apparent in Ron DeSantis for 2028 and possibly 2032. We had a chance at Republican-held White House for 12 years. But no. Political consultants that wanted to get rich off of you lied to Ron DeSantis because he's easily corruptible. I told everyone because I knew Ron DeSantis. I knew him. I've met him multiple times. I've had conversations. I've watched him speak live. And I knew that this man put in a national stage, when you take away the MAGA influencers that make him go viral, I knew you would see what I always saw. A automaton robot from the future sent here to kill John Connor. <laughs> that is Ron DeSantis. But no, no one wanted to listen to me. Graham, how can you be pro-America and not pro-letting the people have their chance to speak on who they want? I am pro that, but I'm also not pro being a habitual loser that has no idea how politics actually works. You see, in a constitutional republic, you have every right to be dumb. 100%. You do. You You have the freedom to vote for who you want to vote for, 100%. But when you refuse to look at facts and data and polling and listen to actual people who have worked in political races, been in a political race, and got my butt kicked. You know the best way to learn politics? Jump in a race and get your butt kicked. That's a great way to figure out how politics works. But here's what I'm going to say to end this out before we move forward. I will say this. Now that this is over, okay, it is now time to unite, okay? For every DeSantis supporter, I said this last week too. I offered my hand like this, and I said, I texted a couple congressmen yesterday, yesterday morning before the announcement, and I said I gave him 48 hours before he drops out. Took him 48 minutes, but either Mm. way. Good call, as usual. But I offered my hand out last week, and I said, hey, here is the olive branch. Let's unite to fight Big Mike together. Ooh, unite to To fight fight Big Big Mike. Mike. Wow. Mm, Let me write that down. that's who's really going to be running in the presidential election, not Joe Biden. Okay? Keep doubting me if you want to. It's going to happen. Big Mike is coming. It's coming. All right? 
I love all you guys. Seriously, this is politics. Look, and everybody, look, and we'll talk about how much this is politics. I hate primaries. I hate them because it's like civil war, brother versus brother. At least 85% like-minded individuals that think alike are fighting against each other and amongst each other. It's what the Democrats want. No more fighting. The war's over. Nikki Haley doesn't have a shot. We'll get into that in a minute. But it's time to move on. Ron DeSantis, I'm super glad you're going back to Florida to do your actual job. For real. You are America's governor. You're probably one of the greatest governors that we've seen in the past 50 years. Go back and do what you do. Mm-hmm. Because you're good at it. Because you're good at I it. I mean, you are. But I don't know if you've got a chance in 2028 or not because you've ruined it, in my opinion. But, you know, 2028 is a long way away. All right, hit that like button, hit that share button. We have things to talk about. First up, let's get a border update. Mm -hmm. Speaking about the country going down the proverbial toilet, uh, our borders are wide open. Not to people from Mexico coming because they want their children to have a better life and they just want the children and the women and the children are coming over and they just need help, Graham. They just need help. Shut up. This is who's really coming across the border. Play the clip. Please, by the way, if you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Ah, very easy. <laughs> the, the entitlement. The entitlement. No, believe me. I'm much better than that. The entitlement, oh, guys. I'm much bigger ah. than that. Believe me, I'm much bigger than that. Sounded like a threat to me. Sounds like a terrorist yeah, to that's me. That's what I'm you saying. Notice, you like, notice all the Latin people are like going around and saying, hey, it, the, the attention's off of us. Let's go. <laughs> so, Tony, Tony, you, yes, you, you are um, Mexican. I am. Um, is this person speaking Mexican? I have no idea what Mexican is, but he's not speaking Spanish is what, is what, <laughs> what you're trying to say. I mean, but, but I'm saying like, like did, is this person Hispanic? Coming no, from he looks, Mexico, he looks like I mean, I, I'm not an expert, but he looks like he's Middle Eastern to me. And, and the way sounds, his sounds, accent yeah, and absolutely. all the above, right? Like, like absolutely. Yeah. Is it is it racist to assume, just based off what we know, Middle Eastern people, Middle Eastern men to look like, sound like, speak like? Is that racist to be like this guy looks Middle no. Eastern to me? No, uh, he's absolute. That is no dude. We've been there, man. We know what they sound like. Well, I like, know, but people we, don't like to like, hear us say, I spent 32 months in Iraq, <laughs> yeah, right? I know what, like. what Middle Eastern people yeah. sound like and, and look like. And when they tell you, you're going to know, you're going to know who I am. Very soon. Very, very, very soon. Very, very soon. My friend, my friend. Four dollar. Whole DVD set. Mm, yep. My friend. Translation. My friend. And also I'm gonna be it on only the goes news. sideways twice. Yeah, it only goes yeah. sideways twice. Also notice that when they ask Latin people uh what they're why are they coming to this country? They're usually like, I just want a better life. You know, I want to come over and, yeah. and find some work. He's over here threatening. You, you gotta know. Yeah, you will see. You about to find <laughs> out. Yeah, find out real quick. Yeah. You about yeah. to find out real mm -hmm. fast. All right. Uh Moving on with illegal immigrants ruining our society. Uh, New York City, I said the proverbial toilet. New York City has now turned into an actual toilet. Let's open this article here. The New York uh, Post is reporting New York City neighborhoods. Come on, Internet. All there right, we go. Turned into. Hang on, there's something. Stupid right. ad. All right, turned into giant. <laughs> giant toilet as migrants litter park with poop, leap cups of urine on doorsteps. What a sign of affection. Maybe we just don't understand their culture. I don't yeah, know. I guess. Uh, 
what's that, uh, Ace Ventura, uh, where they just sock a loogie in his face? And they're like, <laughs> let that, me show you they're my like, face. They're like, that means they like, <laughs> like you. Yeah. Allow me to explain to display <laughs> my, my affection. affection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. God. Okay, keep going. Uh, on warmer days, it can smell like a toilet over oh. here, and they're not well kept toilets either. Oh, man. Uh, in the past week, locals and volunteers said they've spotted cups filled with urine around the park's entrance near the former schools. Yeah, that's a good place. Along with human-sized poop in tree beds and between parked cars. See, when you went to New York, you only had to, you used to have to worry about the pigeons pooping mm, on your face. Not anymore. Now you have you to worry, worry about, about your kids rolling up on human-sized poop. Stepping in. Oh, my God. What a that. great time to be alive in New York. Can we zoom in on this? Yeah, I think. But see, what's even worse here is New York City put, put, Puts these all around. Oh my God, they put dude. these porta johns everywhere. And then, I mean, what's worse is children are being conceived mm -hmm. in here as well. That's crazy. Drugs are being uh, done. Uh, don't tell me and, you can't smell a picture. And that sucker, <laughs> don't tell that me you sucker can't smell a is full, uh, bro. That uh, thing is a whole mm -hmm. lot of kapow. So I've never been to New York before, but I, from what I see on movies and uh, reading articles, it's a very heavy populated area, correct? I mean, you guys have been oh, to yeah. New York before, yeah? I yeah, have, so yeah, I mean, I all these I immigrants will. coming in there. See, what I say? Go, go Go ahead, Tom. I'm just saying all these immigrants in there. I mean, I don't know what I'm. I don't know what they were expecting. Yeah, I mean, nothing. Nothing adds to the beauty of New York. I don't know what this guy's doing. He's just kind of waving. It's at a random the dude, like hi. Right He's uh, waving at. Poop. That's it. Uh, look right there. Look, they, these are being placed all over New York City, everywhere. And so, you know, most people go to New York. You think about the uh, beautiful skylines and all this stuff. Nope, you've nope. got uh, nasty porta johns, porta john urinals where. You know, people are having sex parties inside of them, and it's oh. gross. Um, all right. All right. As we head towards a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year. How will your hard-earned savings fare? You already see the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from my good friends at Birch Gold. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can protect yourself, your family, and get a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. All you have to do is text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free, no-questions-asked info kit on gold. They'll even help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Just text the word Graham to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 right now. Federal government now, with the border crisis continuing, is wanting to apparently federalize the Texas National Guard. Todd, walk people into <laughs> why this is a strategic move by Biden to actually facilitate illegals continuing to come in the border. Explain it to all me. All right. So, in a nutshell, uh, we all know the Guard uh, has a has a two mission. All right. The, the National Guard in every state has two missions. You have a state mission and a federal mission. Obviously, the federal missions are, 
you know, deployments and things like that. They also can be federalized to go to other states for disasters and stuff like that. But the primary focus of the National Guard is their particular state. So I guess in their mind, the feds can federalize the Texas National Guard, put them on Title 10 or or whatever that is, and then basically tell them to stand down, you know, away from the border. But um, at the end of the day, that's just a horrible idea because the governor can tell the federal government no. Yeah, like and, and and Abbott will. Yeah, and I mean he can. Like if you know the NG, National Guard Bureau or Joe Biden or whoever it is sends a alert order to the state of Texas trying to activate them for federal service, Governor Abbott can say, "No, we're not doing it." Yeah, I'm not doing it. So, is there ever a situation of that word to happen where they'd have to choose between listening to the governor and listening to the federal government? Well, the oath you take when you enlist in, mm-hmm. uh, in the National Guard. It, it's the governor. Yeah, like, governor, like, like the governor's in charge. So yeah. even if the president's like, you got to do this. And then when when they get federally activated in the National Guard, the governor has to agree to allow that oh, to happen. See, yeah. okay. see, see, this is the big thing that a lot mm-hmm. of people forget. Your governor has ultimate control. Yep, that's a see, fact. See, the president can say something, but if the governor says, go get bent. Yeah, there ain't a whole lot and the president can do. I've, I've the president can happen. affect federal buildings. Yeah, which which every state has federal buildings. You got FBI buildings. You got federal buildings. All this other stuff. The president can affect those, but the other ninety eight percent of the mm-hmm. state, nah, dog. Yeah. Now, <laughs> like, I, no, I've never heard of that actually happening in a state. Um, but even for like deployments, what happened for know, COVID? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, that's true. Governors yeah. are like, no, screw you, dude. We're yeah. staying open. No, we're not doing it. Shout out to uh, uh, McMaster's here in South Carolina. Everybody gives Ron DeSantis credit like he didn't lock down Florida. That's not true. I'm not saying he didn't adapt very quickly. South Carolina never shut down, ever. Not not one. We had the, we had the work and home order, and even in the order, it was like only go to work and then go home. Unless you got to do something else, and then you can go do something yeah, else. I mean, I, that was the order. I'm like, not gonna uh, say Mississippi, like the schools, no, the schools shut, shut down, down. But I never like down. was told I had to do something or couldn't do something. Yeah, or, but the public schools shut down. Why? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because of because, because they of got COVID. federal funding. Yeah, that's, that's true. why yeah. the schools shut the down. Schools shut down. Oregon yeah. was shut down. I would say 95 percent. That the whole freaking that, state there's was still shut down. some parts of Oregon that are still that are still shut down. That I don't know. That's a joke, dear funny, God. Funny, you ha-ha. can't tell jokes anymore. People will clip and be like, Graham Allen's such an idiot. He thinks Oregon is still shut down from yeah. COVID. It's a joke. You, mm. All right. Joy Reid is the Antichrist. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Oh, my God. After stealing Simple Jack's haircut, she decided to get a new uh, wig here for this interview. Where the This is Moms for Liberty's president. Is that who this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, this is a seven-minute clip. We're just going to pay you, like, the first minute and a half because that's all it really Yeah, is. and it's like, mm. All right, play it. Joy Reid sucks. Play it. That you have and other Moms for Liberty advocates have to decide that a book, an award-winning book like All Boys Aren't Blue, isn't appropriate for students to read. What, what is a, your expertise? What a tragic story of a young man who's anally raped by his adult family member. So you have incest, rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm going to answer Please for do. you. Please um, do. In what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for public school? Just 
Let, I mean, that's my question mm -hmm. to you. Tell me what the context around Do it, the strap-on dildo or the rape of a minor Say child something. by a teacher. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. no wait, We're talking on. about no, no, public no. school. One, one moment. All right. So now you've asked me questions. Sure. So I'm going to answer it. Okay. Oh, well, who is the main character? What's the name of the main character in All Boys Ain't Black? That's an answer? You're yeah. asking me right now. You just gave name? me very specific information about this book, so you're presenting yourself as somebody expert. It's the gentleman. Um, hold on. The main, Who's the main character in the, the book? The main character is the author. Who's the... What's his name? George, I believe is his first because name. Because you're giving me very specific information that is... You're asking me to remember the name of an author. You the just remembered very specific joy. Things. Here's my you're question. You're talking about Here's my question. You didn't answer my question. No, no, question. no. I'm, gonna, I'm going to answer Great. your question. Great. I would love to hear that. Absolutely. Well, I, you, I'm interviewing you and you're not interviewing me. So let's just make sure it's a conversation. Okay. okay great. So what I'm saying to you is that as you are not an expert... In this book, I don't or have to be an expert to know that dildos aren't appropriate for public school. I mean, this is a full context story, as you said, of the author's experience. Why is it your right, or a Moms for Liberty activist's right, to say that a parent who wants their child to have access to this book, which gives a personal experience of this author, that they, that why doesn't a liberal parent, for instance, or a parent of an LGBTQ kid, why don't they have a right for their child to just have access to this book why is it your right to say they can't oh what, my god what parent <clears throat> wants their kid whether straight gay a plant or whatever they identify what parent wants their kids <clears throat> to have access to sexually explicit books in school you guys have older kids than me um my my oldest is in middle school right now, so I'm not dealing with high school yet. Right. Even at a high school level, no sexually explicit books, no. like like talking about strap-ons like, and dildos I, and all that kind of. When, I understand human anatomy, yeah. and biology. Fine. Got it. Sperm Fine. fertilizes the egg. Fine. Cool. Understand 100. percent We got to teach kids how it actually works. Yeah. From y'all's perspective, like well, even your, even your at high school are, level, your, yours are in college, right? Yeah. My all right, mine. Yep. Mine, I've got a two juniors and a senior right now and a few that are graduating, graduated from college. But, you know, when we were in high school, it was the, the sex ed, you mm -hmm. know, but they preached abstinence. Yes, you know, the they taught time. the whole class. It was this is how this works, this is how that works, this and it wasn't by the way, but don't do yeah, it. Do not <laughs> like, yeah. do not do it. Um They also is, taught they also taught hmm. the emotional aspect too. That at such a young age, emotionally, especially women, yeah. are not ready for the emotional connections and the emotional things that happen to women because sex is yeah, an emotional correct, connection right, for a correct. woman. They're not ready for that yet. So, so, so they even talk about the psychology of it sex all. Sex ed with abstinence background behind it, I'm fine with yeah, in, in kids. I'm fine but with But this sex ed. is a book that details a rape of a male with a strap on, dude, if my kid, and I don't care if he was a junior, senior, freshman in college, if my kid came home with that book and said, yeah, I got this from school, I can't even say it. Like, I, I, I really can't. I think you touched on it last week when we were talking about um, they used to teach teach um, kids just common sense stuff. Like, where, what happened to that subject? Like, let's teach them how to use a check, not even a checkbook, nobody uses checks anymore, but checks and balances, like how to build their credit and how to uh, pay bills and how to be a responsible citizen. Why do they have to show how to, kids how to interview how, for a job? Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. can you think, well, I mean, just put your, I mean, cause like we, 
Look, my, my kids are 17 and 18. They already know mm-hmm. more than I did when I was 17 mm-hmm. and 18 because the world's so different. So, I mean, what what would you do or you guys that are watching if your nine-year-old comes home and says, Hey, Dad, um, what's a strap-on? I'd burn the school down. I'm, I'm oh the wrong person. Yeah, I'm the I, wrong person see, to ask. And we, that's what I was going to say. We literally oh started our God, own school man. because I'm mm. so anti any I, of this. Literally started our own school. I just don't see the benefit of these books at all. I mean, no, there's, 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 there's no benefit. Zero. Hey, zero. Look, I got nothing wrong with adults that want to read romance novels that got Fine. all this other kind of stuff. Those don't need to be in public libraries, okay? Period. I don't even think that my book should be in a a high school library because it is a very biased opinion and very politically based opinion of a book. I even I would be like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not like a scholar by any means. I don't think you know my book should be in a public library. So what gives the strap on the dildo guy the right to be in the public <laughs> library? Yeah. I and, mean, because you're introducing something, and if a kid can go into a public school library, to them, they read that. That's a normal thing. Like you're normalizing rape, incest. I've said it once. I've said it a million times. I'm telling you. And and to go ahead and get it out, I'm not talking about all teachers being bad. There are very good teachers out there. But like we said last week, the system that is in place does not allow the good teachers to be able to do the right thing and teach the right things. If you are capable and if you are able, get your kids out of public school. The end. And then what that allows is the good teachers that are in the public school system, they can then go to the private sector because the private sector has more kids with more funding so they can hire more teachers. And then we fix this problem. All right, guys, let me ask you a question. Are you the same person that you were 10 years ago? Ladies, I guess I'm asking that question to you as well. Is your husband the same man he was 10 years ago? The answer is absolutely not. Every day that passes, men lose testosterone. That means less muscle, less energy, and less get up and go for your everyday life. So let me ask you a question. Are you ready to lose whatever shape you got going on now, whatever lack of muscle you may have, and what non-existent energy you need to get back? Are you ready to change your life? That's why you need to get Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin. It will help you turn back the clock and re-energize your life. Prove it to yourself. Get your complimentary sample when you text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 231-231. Again, that's get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text the word Graham to 231-231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you lose fat and get lean absolutely free. Again, that's text the word Graham to 231-231. That's Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M to 231-231 now. Moving on. All right, Dana White. Love Dana. Don't always agree with everything he does, but like thing, for example. But I do love that he is a free speech Mm -hmm. absolutist. This is somebody that tried to get Dana White on Sean Strickland's comments about (laughs) transgenders that we we paid last week, that we We played played. last week. Here's his response. About, like, you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about, you know, what they can say. 
This sounds like the reporter that asked Sean. It's Cruden. probably the I same guy. I think it's the guy. same guy. I guarantee right, you, it's it. the same guy. Hey, when they are up there with a UFC microphone, I'm an ally. You're getting into territory of homophobia, <laughs> transphobia. Like, is there? I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you a leash. I'm <laughs> like free speech. Like when, control what people say. Going to tell people what to believe. Going to tell people. I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. What is your question? <laughs> I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. Yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably a good, good idea. idea. Get out of here. You got to love Dana Shut White. Up, man. Dude, that is, how, that is how you deal mm -hmm. with, with, with the world today. People can say whatever they want to say about me. I'm not sorry. Nope. I'm not apologizing to you. Nope. Even if I get it wrong, I'll come back more educated about the subject later. I'm not apologizing. Yeah, because I got something wrong this morning. You, you, you saved me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, we'll but, talk about it in a minute. But but, you but, saved but my me. point is, I ain't apologizing to you because oh, the outrage mob and the cancel mob. Shut up! I don't. Mm. I do not care. Nope. You, you are not my God. You are not my family. You are not my friends. I don't owe you a dang thing. You That's ain't gotta. Bag. You ain't gotta listen. Mm -hmm. All right. I listen to some people's stuff where they talk about how they have sex with trees, ecosexuals. I'm not on a in the ecosexual uh, tirade like some people are. It's crazy, man. Eco what? Ecosexuals. I've never heard of that. We before. talked about it here on the show with people having sex with the dirt. Maybe, and maybe, sex I, with maybe, trees I, maybe I blocked it out. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway, anyway, no. Look, man. Yeah, hey, exactly. I, I'm telling you right now, look, that Dana White, that's the way you got to be. What's, yep. your, what's your question? It's free speech, man. Whether it's wrong, educated, or what. Here's another question. Here, riddle me this, people. Let's go full philosophical for you for a second. You ready for this? I'm about to rock your world. Wow. What's, well, I love it when people say I'm uneducated. Okay? What's education? I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah, what, what, you know no, what? I'm serious. Okay, so so someone, someone in the comment section last Thursday, yeah, uneducated. So, you're so, obviously so, uneducated. So listen, listen. What 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 is education, dummy? I'll say you're the uneducated one. Mm -hmm. Watch this. Okay, a, a a guy raised in Southern America, Southern United States, not Southern America, Southern United States, is raised to know that he's a boy mm -hmm. that will become a man. Mm -hmm. He's taught. Conservative values like loving God, um, yep. loving your spouse, protecting women, mm -hmm. because men and women are not equal in the sense of physical abilities and needs and protection, and you should want to protect women and children. He's taught traits. He's taught skills. He's taught to love guns. Not to pick on Tony's state, Oregon, <laughs> somebody's raised as a boy, but they can be whatever they want to be. You don't, you don't have to be a boy if you don't want to be a boy. Um, you're not taught any skills because it's whatever you want to do because this life should be your oyster and whatever you want to do. Um, men and women are equal. So, you know, you don't pay bills. You split it 50-50, blah, 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 blah. And uh, you're, you're taught a liberal arts degree, being pro-abortion above all. Which one of those two people are educated? 
Uh, 100%. The answer to that yeah. question is both like, are I, educated. You can have a triple PhD and still be a moron. Right, but but, but like, what I'm trying to say is when someone that's says you're not educated, what they're actually saying is you don't believe the same thing I believe. Exactly. It has nothing to do exactly. with being educated or not. Yep. You're educated in what you want to be educated about. Mm -hmm. I love the dumbest people on the planet are the people that are like, I don't have any bias. I try to see it from both sides. You're a liar. Or worse, worse, <laughs> yeah, you're real. truly the most ignorant person mm -hmm. on the planet. We yep. all have bias. Period. We all have our worldview that has been shaped by how we were raised, what we took a liking to, mm -hmm. to find out information about, what values we naturally align with versus values we don't naturally align with. Everybody has bias the end. The worst people are the people that lie and say they don't have any bias because you know you got bias. At least be honest about it. If you're a Christian, you are biased. That's a fact. On everything. That is a You fact. are a biased individual because if you're a Christian, you view everything through a biblical world view. That's bias. Mm -hmm. People Ooh. who say they're not biased are ignorant or liars. <laughs> You're biased. And education is nothing more than the transference of ideas from somebody who has a bias teaching you about a subject that you want to learn about from someone who has a bias teaching you about it in the first place. What is education? And who's educated and who's not? Ooh, man, I gotta give I gotta give you that. That was that was hot. I'm just saying, that, man. That was, like, that was hot. Like, that pro was hot. Prove me wrong in the comments. Mm -hmm. How am mm -hmm. I wrong? Give me some applause. How am I wrong? Yeah, I'm serious. Real. I'm serious. How am I wrong? <sighs> well, it's like you know, to go on the same little premise you did. It's it's either it's simple. I mean, it's just too easy. It's it's common sense. Like, I, I, you don't even, you don't have to be a Christian, I mean, which we are, but you don't have to be a Christian to understand it's common sense that there's two genders. Like, a boy's a boy and, and, and a girl's a girl. Like, you know, that everything you can apply, and I call it good sense because it's not common anymore, but you can apply common sense to all this stuff. You were talking about immigration, Tony, the, uh, last week, mm -hmm. and the, the reference you gave to inviting people into your personal home, you know, I can't fit a hundred people in my house. No. I'm going to run out of everything. Yep. That's not being mean. And like, if I tell the last 80 people, sorry, dog, I full house. I'm not being mean to them. Yep. I'm just saying, I can't afford you. As you always say, that's facts. Yeah, yeah that's facts. facts. Yep. Straight facts, facts. Don't All care right. about your feelings. All right, we got to skip ahead a little bit because yes, we are going to talk about DeSantis. People are like, that's all he's got to say about Ron? No, I got lots to say. Uh, but I do want to get to the Black National Anthem at the Super Bowl. And uh, it has been announced that the Black National Anthem will be performed again at the Super Bowl. Uh, and it stirs a debate on social media. Tony, you are the minority yeah. on this show. Uh, I'm curious. I, I actually don't know Tony's opinion on this. I, I don't think we've ever specifically talked about it. So, Tony, what is your opinion on having a black national anthem, even if it's performed pregame? Yeah. 
What? Because that's what a lot of people are like. Oh, it's pregame. It's pregame. Yeah, well, Why it, does it matter? It's pregame. I, I want to rephrase that question. I don't. I don't want to ask you about the Black National Anthem. I want to ask you: Would you want a Latino Mexican National Anthem played before America's National Anthem? Yeah. What are no, your thoughts, Tony? No, absolutely not. Uh, first of all, I want to say uh, that it seems very divisive to me. Because uh, first and foremost, we are all Americans here. Whether you agree or not with the national anthem that is in place, that is our national anthem. And everybody knows I, I, there's only one group of people that I have problems with, and it's not white, it's not black, not yellow, red, obviously not brown. I have a problem with ignorant people who have no common sense. And the problem is that Everybody takes for granted what we have here in the United States. And I guarantee you, I have family members in Mexico who would give their left and right arms to move over here and sing whatever you want them to sing, whether it be the, our national anthem or whatever. And all these people that keep trying to change things here, they have lost the fact that we live in the best country in the world and they uh, don't appreciate it anymore. And I invite them, just like the politicians do, if you don't like it, move, go somewhere else. Yeah, so is it, um, and, and to kind of go a, just a little bit deeper in this, the people that are coming across the border, mm -hmm. is it America's job to cater to them as far as like their language, their customs, things like that? Or when they come to America, should they learn English, you know, because that's a primary language. I'm not saying religion, but I I'm saying like, should they adopt you know, American oh, absolutely. customs, absolutely. language, and things like that. Yeah, and I would expect that of me if I were to move to a different country. Let's say I wanted to get dual citizenship to England. I mean, I would have to adapt to their to their points of views and whatever. You know, I, I would have to live by their standards, not try to put my American Mexican ways over there. Yeah. So, you know, it's, gotcha. just, it's just common sense. I love it. I love it. I love it. Tony, we love having you here, man. Absolutely. I, you dude. know, Tony... Tony is keeps from, us off of media matters. Well, no, t Tony is. Uh, well, no, we we got on media yeah, matters. Yeah, we dang sure Tony. did. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Tony is the calm thing that that puts this a well needed added voice to this show, and everybody loves you, Tony. I mean, every, yeah, they every, do. everybody, everybody. Oh, by the way, if I you love say, Tony, comment in the chat. You love oh, Tony thank you, thank you. Yeah. or Antonio, if you want to be correct. Yeah. Be. By the way, I wanted to say that when you brought up Oregon, you you said you weren't going to pick on Oregon, but <laughs> I want to say that Oregon has great people. It is a fantastic state to to visit and live in and whatnot. There are pockets of people that are very absolutely very very. Crazy for, for for you know lack of a better lack well, of a yeah. better word. Tony's so, prime example. Tony came from Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Not, uh, yeah. I lived I'm over not, thirty I'm years. I'm not this saying you can't state. recruit well yeah. out of there. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Got a question for you here, Tony. Uh, I'm sorry if I sound ignorant, but aren't most Latinos Christian? Uh, most, I would say yes. Yeah, yeah, I would say Catholic, so. right? Yeah. Catholic. Catholic, uh, Catholic denomination. Yeah, Catholic denominations. But I've I've noticed that with different. I mean, this was back when I was having a, a religious talk with uh, some of my friends that I used to work with in Oregon, uh, they, they, they start out kind of Catholic and then they kind of branch out and hmm. realize that maybe Catholicism isn't for them. And they start, yeah. you know, branching out more into Christian or, hmm. or, you know, whatever they do. Interesting. But, awesome. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, Todd, real quick, take us through this groundbreaking thing that not a lot of people are talking about more definitive proof that the 2020 election was stolen in court 
Todd, well, walk us through this. What all right. So uh, basically, the Dominion voting software has been under fire for, you know, since the election with Trump. So this, and you can see the article here, this is from the Gateway Pundit, a professor uh, literally in front of the judge hacked the Dominion software in Georgia in front of the judge, hacked it only using a pen and changed votes, like switched votes from one person to another in the Dominion software only using a pen. And what the plaintiffs are trying to do is, in this court case, they're trying to get rid of the software and go to paper ballots, Obviously, so Dude, I need that guy to come with me to Las Vegas and help me, bro. Hit, hit, hit those, man, hit those slot machines, machines yeah. dude. Yeah, for all right. Real. So this was something that broke this morning. This is weird. We'll, we'll 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 keep up with this, but apparently this is an official memo from Putin, who and again we're looking into this. I mean, this was this morning, but and again, you can go down and show the official document here. It's in Russian. I don't speak Russian, so we're going to read the, the the summary here of this thing. But it's an official document from Russia. Um, That's the translation. Apparently, right Putin is challenging the 19th century sale of Alaska, <coughs> labeling it as illegal and is asserting Russia's claim over the American State. Now, this is all just legal jargon here. Order of the President of the Russian Federation in accordance with subparagraph 1 of paragraph 2 of Article 785 of the Budget Code of the Russian Federation designate the federal state unitary enterprise, enterprise for property management abroad of the administration of the President of Russia, blah, blah, blah. It's a bunch of administrative stuff. The big breaking thing is, if this turns out to be real, Putin is now saying that Alaska never should have been sold to and us. And belongs to Mother Russia. And he's mm. saying that that sale was illegal and Alaska belongs to Russia. Uh-oh. That could become quite an issue if turns out to be right. Again, we've got to do some verification stuff that's breaking news before we started the show, but something to look into. Maybe we'll have some more info as we go. All right, Nikki Haley gets absolutely embarrassed in God's holy chicken house on top of it. <laughs> this is Nikki Haley getting embarrassed in Chick-fil-A. Play it. Can I ask you just like a tiny question? Yeah. Do you think it's responsible for politicians to spend like a hundred million dollars in Iowa on TV ads, which go to mainly news stations that have lied to us for years? When there's homeless veterans out there that could use that money, when you didn't even come close to beating Trump, and you spent like a hundred million in TV ad money. Do you know my husband's veteran? That's oh, fine. I'm just saying. Really? Do you know that you, when the media doesn't tell the truth, the whole reason you put commercials on is to tell the truth because yeah, the media doesn't? My point is you're not going to be Trump. And you know all what? the money you're wasting could go to better so, causes. I appreciate that. That would make that. the Republican Party actually... Oh, no, you know what? Last I saw it was yeah. a democracy. So we're gonna keep it's not a democracy! democracy. It's a constitutional oh republic! Oh my God! <laughs> Uh, what? Graham, Graham mm. you said you weren't going to scream. Mm. I, 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 I said on. I wasn't I, going to yell. I didn't okay. say scream. Okay. I said Sorry. yell. My I got to throw, throw this up for a second. Got to throw this okay. up. Okay. All right. Nothing pisses me off more 
And that whole that whole little spiel she just gave, whatever. The thing that pissed me off the most about that whole little statement of hers is the dude made a point saying you're a hundred million dollars you're spending. There are homeless no, veterans out there. She spent that on Iowa yeah, alone. Yeah, that that we got homeless veterans out there right mm-hmm. now, and she stops him. Did you know my husband was a veteran? Nobody cares about he ain't your a homeless husband. veteran. He's not homeless. Moron. Uh, look, look, look. She spent $100 million. I think it's actually more than that. $100 million to come in third. The guy who came uh, in second just dropped out. But but don't worry. Uh, now Nikki Haley is showing her true rhino Democrat colors. Um, a little D Democrat. And no, I'm not talking about genitals when I say that. When I say little D Democrat, I'm saying she's a rhino. People always are like, dang, Graham, way to be crass and gross. Uh, I don't say dang. I'm I just not, like the way you say genitals. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? Crotchal region? What I, do you I don't want know. To, what, I don't what? know. I just remember that one show we did. You were like, genitals, genitals, genitals. Her, her no-no square? What do, you want, what do you want me to call her it? no I mean, wait, what, what do you want me to say? Um, nothing. Okay, like so anyway, saying. now Nikki is in trouble. And so now she's pulling the, not only is she a woman, she's pulling the I'm brown card. Here we go. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the... Anyone that wants to question what she's saying can go back and pull up what... She has already said about being picked on for being brown her entire life as a child. Not give us the names of the people that did it and let's see what they got to say about it. <laughs> no, go back and listen to anybody that questions what I say. Just go back and watch other episodes where I talked about this already. I'm right. So, Graham, let me but, ask you something. That's Nikki Haley's stance. Let me ask you something. If she were, if she were to have first come out when she first started doing her campaign and was already doing the brown card and whatnot, do you think it wouldn't have been such a big deal with her coming out now? Uh, well, one, I don't like it regardless, because this is America. Right. There's a lot of brown people in America. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of white people. What are we talking about? You're an American. Shut up. Golly, we've already had a black president. You ain't beating that. <laughs> you ain't that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, shut up. <sighs> like, let this... Let's th- let this keep going, because I got, I got a right, question player. about something she said. Deep South, as a brown girl, anybody can look at my record and see when Walter Scott was shot down by a dirty cop, how I made sure that the Walter Scott family didn't suffer because we put the first body camera bill in the country in place. Anybody can look at the fact that when we had nine amazing souls die in Mother Emanuel Church, I did something that no Republican or Democrat ever wanted to touch which was called for the Confederate flag to come down because it would take two-thirds of the House and Senate and was an impossible feat. I don't know what you're implying with that, but what I will tell you is saying that I had black friends is a source of pride. Saying that I had white friends is a source of pride. If you want to know what it was like growing up, I was disqualified from a beauty pageant. All right, that's, that's where I'm going. That's okay. Nikki Haley was born in 1972. Okay, she was disqualified for a beauty pageant. So, all right, she was probably 16, 17, 18. So, probably in the 80s. All right. Well, at minimum, in yeah, the 80s. minimum yeah. 80s. Van- Remember Vanessa Williams, who mm-hmm. won Miss America yep. and she was a black lady? Mm-hmm. I'm calling BS. I want, I want to see 
I want proof that she was disqualified for being an Indian. Yeah, well, does anybody know if I, I and why she was disqualified? That. Am I also the only one who doesn't, doesn't give care. a crap? Yeah. Like, Even if that were true, who cares? Yeah. I come from a broken, abusive home. What are you talking about? Mm. I'm a white dude. Yeah. What 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 are you talking about? I come from the great redneck depravity of Mississippi. What are you talking about? Mm. Shut up. Like, oh my god. I, I think I Who think cares? she is full of it. All right, again, but but again, it, this is desperation. Right? Oh yeah, like like, like when yeah. you're drowning, you start flailing around, and that's what this is. All right, so this is Nikki Haley saying both Trump and Biden are bad. Here we go. You just did it again, and we've heard you over and over uh, in recent weeks on the campaign trail, lumping Donald Trump and Joe Biden together. Do you believe that they are equally bad? for America? If it's not even what I believe, it's what Americans believe. Well, what do you believe? Because you're the one who's saying that. Americans I worry it. about the fact that they are so focused on investigations and things that they don't like and focused on the past. When do you ever hear either one of them talk about the solutions of the future? I'm doing this because I don't want my kids to live like this. We have got to start looking forward. You've got a country in disarray. You've got a world on fire. And you're going to focus on people who hurt your feelings. You're going to focus on investigations that are involved with your families. You're going to focus on vengeance. With me, it's no drama. It's no vendettas. It's just hard work. And it's making sure we're not thinking four and eight years. We're thinking 20 and 30 years out. That's what it should be. And we've lost that. We lost that a long time ago. But we can get it back. And I'm going to prove every day to every American that they made the right decision when I get elected. All right. There's a reason why CNN is interviewing this this chick and airing all this stuff and plays nothing Again, from Donald Trump. She spent over $100 million in Iowa to get beat by over 30 points. Mm-hmm. She came in third. The guy we're fixing to talk about next came in second, second. and he just dropped mm-hmm. out. So before we play this Ron DeSantis stuff, I want you to think about why is Nikki Haley still in the race? Mm -hmm. Okay, if she actually cared about the American people. Okay, you came in third in Iowa. The guy who came in fourth, Vivek, already dropped out. So those 8% of votes go to Trump, right? Ron DeSantis came in second with like 21% of the vote. Yeah. Let's just be conservative here and say half of that goes to Trump. Trump just went up another 18, 19 points. This is setting up to be an absolute bloodbath in New Hampshire because whoever was thinking about Vivek and whoever was thinking about DeSantis, they for dang sure ain't thinking about Nikki Haley. They're all going to go to Trump. You're fixing to get curb stomped in New Hampshire and I promise you you're going to get curb stomped in South Carolina, your own <clears throat> state. So, so Grant, before we move on, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but go ahead. Uh, before we move on to DeSantis here, what is her end game in your opinion? Because I mean it, it, to to make a sports reference, she's in the fourth quarter down 55 to 3 and there's four minutes left and she still has her starters out there. Internal I mean, memos from the DeSantis campaign <clears throat> are saying that one of their major things that they were betting on was that this legal stuff was going to detract voters and actually prevail against Donald Trump. Obviously, that's not working. I think that plays a part. I think Nikki Haley and her team are, are praying something's going to happen with Trump legally. But even mm. if it does, I think it's just going to 
galvanize the base even more. But then further rumors on the street is January 30th, she has a mega donor meeting in New York City with Democrat and Rhino funding people together, where ticket prices are upwards of $33,000 a ticket wow. just to get in. I think she's looking at a potential major, major influx of cash so money, dollars money, 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 money. to money, money. try to run attack campaigns against Trump. All to line the pockets of the political consultants that's, getting rich that's on her what I was campaign. Ask. Because if she yeah, doesn't drop thing. out when she gets, I think she'll get 10% of the vote. I wouldn't be shocked if Donald Trump gets 60, 65% of the vote in New Hampshire. Well, it's already been it's already been reported, which we all know he's gonna get probably 80 to 90% of a VEX people. It's already been reported that he's getting upwards of 75% of DeSantis voters. But that, that's what I'm trying to like, say. She's there is destroyed. no path to victory, but let's talk about Ron DeSantis. All right. Yesterday, news bro. Oh my God, the smile. <laughs> Hello, humans. Hello. Lovely weather outside today. I eat human food as well. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Talk about the game last night, huh? All right. Either way, um, this is DeSantis's um, uh, getting out of the race video clip. Let's play it in its entirety. To be fair, play it. Greetings from Florida. Oh my God! He said greetings. Home as a reminder why I've chosen public service, from joining the United States Navy and serving in Iraq to representing the people in the U.S. Congress and now serving as governor of Florida. Danger, and it reminds Will me why I decided to run <laughs> yeah. for president, to fight for those who've been forgotten in this country. This is America's time for choosing. We can choose to allow a border invasion, or we can choose to stop it. We can choose reckless borrowing and spending, or we can choose to limit government and lower inflation. We can choose political indoctrination, or we can choose classical education. These choices are symptoms of the underlying struggle to ensure that constitutional government can endure and that Western civilization can survive. And we launched this campaign to bring accountability to government, regain sovereignty at our border and restore sanity to our society. We cannot succeed as a country if we allow our nation to be invaded, our currency to be debased, our cities to crumble, and our kids to be indoctrinated. True. The DC elites who facilitated this mess do not care about you, and they do not work for you. They work for themselves. They seek to accumulate power at your expense to pursue an agenda that is harmful to the American people. Citizens do not serve politicians. It is the duty of politicians to serve you. Yep. Talk is cheap. Yep. Actions speak louder than words. Yep. Reversing the decline of this nation requires leadership that delivers big results for the people we are elected to serve. I have go. a record of leading with conviction, championing an agenda marked by bold colors, delivering on my promises, and defeating the people who are responsible for He's our nation's to decline. Get back in that good is the type of leadership we need right here. for all of America. Now, over the past many months, Casey and I have traveled across the country to deliver a message of hope that decline is a choice and that we can, in fact, succeed again as a nation. Mm. Nobody worked harder, and we left it all out on the field. Now, following our second That's place spanked. finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. 
but I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Pause. Yep, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Do you notice, and again, I, I'm not going to say me, I'm going to say this show. Do you notice that this show, we've been saying the whole time, if you support Haley and DeSantis, you are wasting your money, mm -hmm. and they are getting political consultants rich. Have you noticed now that everybody dropping out, they're, they're taking those talking points? Yep. We can't, in good moral conscience, waste resources, finances, yeah. or anything anymore. Mm. It's almost like that's what we were saying the <laughs> From whole the time. All right, play From it. the beginning. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. As governor, it's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear. All right, Are pause it. All right, so he's got his endorsement. It was, it was the weakest endorsement you can get, but it checks the boxes, right? And so now Ron DeSantis will go back to doing what he does best. Ron DeSantis is a good governor, all right? I don't want to negate that. But what you just watched, that video, is the best piece of media that they've produced this entire campaign. You want to know why? Because he was in studio, he had a script, he had talking points, and that's where Ron DeSantis thrives. And there's nothing wrong with that because he's a good governor. But stick to your strengths and stop trying to be bigger than you actually are. You were America's <clears throat> governor and you mm -hmm. crapped all over it. So the only thing you can do now is go on a on your knees begging That's the people of Florida. Because now you've got to go back to the people of Florida of which you were losing your own state yeah. to Donald Trump. Mm. But that's politics. That was a horrible endorsement. Well, but I, I didn't like it. It doesn't have all. to be good. It doesn't have to be good. It just checks the box. Hey, get well, it. I mean, for somebody like me who who is not a DeSantis fan or a Vivek fan or whatnot, do these people that come out and they endorse Trump, do they do either one of them have a chance in the future? And obviously, you know, it's going to be a long four years. Vivek's got a much bigger possibility so? than Ron DeSantis right you think now, so? okay. dude. Oh yeah, public opinion is big, big, big. Politics is striking at the right time, right opportunity, right national attention, right right personality. That's it. Those are the three things. That's it. And if you miss your chance or miss your opportunity, sometimes you never get it back, right? I got news for him. If Gates throws his name in the hat for governor, his career is over. I don't mm. think I don't think Gates will now because, because he dropped out and endorsed Trump. I think everybody will start to go back. Look, primaries are ugly. Primaries are dirty. Like I said, it's brother versus brother. It's civil war. And then a lot of people were talking about, oh, it was a psyop the whole time. Look how quickly uh, Donald Trump is getting, you know, back friendly with Ron to say, what do you want him to say? F him publicly? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what do you want him to say? He, we have to unite the party now. Nikki Haley's the only one left trying to divide it. Here's a statement from the Trump campaign. 
with only a few days left until President Donald J. Trump's victory. And I love how people think Donald Trump wrote this. Yeah, no. Trump said that. It literally says, with only a few days left until President Donald J. Trump's victory. Mm-hmm. This is th- this is a staffer. That He's not talking it. Can you go down? Does it say who wrote it? No, they, they cut it uh-huh. off. I wouldn't be surprised if this was Stephen who wrote this. But either way, um, President Donald J. Trump's victory in New Hampshire, we are honored by the endorsement from Governor Ron DeSantis and so many other former presidential candidates. It is now time for all Republicans to rally behind President Trump to defeat crooked Joe Biden and end his disastrous presidency. Nikki Haley Mm. is the candidate of the globalist and Democrats who will do everything to stop the America first movement from higher taxes to decimating social security and Medicare into open borders. She represents the views of Democrats more than the views of Republicans. It's time to choose wisely. I agree. Absolutely. Positively. Uh, This is a video of Donald Trump saying that the word desanctimonious is now officially retired. (laughs) Okay. You just said, will I be using the name Ron DeSanctimonious? I said, that name is officially retired. (laughs) Again, that video angered a lot of people. I don't understand why. People that get angry over that, again, don't understand politics. And and here's the thing. A lot of people get mad at me. We're like, well, just because that's the way it is doesn't mean that's the way it should be. I'm not saying that you're wrong. But that is the way it is. Like, you can hate the fair catch rule in the NFL. Like, if you fair catch it, you go automatically to the 25-yard line. I think that's garbage. I hate it. But them's the rules. That's the way the game is played. And some people need to grow up, put their big boy pants on, and stop whining because that's why you're losing constantly. All right, last but not least, this is Donald Trump making a stop at his HQ in New Hampshire. Uh, This is just a good video. Play it. And we are going to have the biggest victory we've ever had. Yes. I, I just want to thank everybody. Look, we have some real young ones are starting. But I want to thank you, and I'm praying for you too. We're all praying because you know what? We're close to World War Three. There we go. It's just a. It's just look. People can call us grifters. They can call us whatever they want. Um, you know, and, and people that call us grifters again, that we're paid by the Trump team to say the things we say, Hey man, FEC reports are public information, bro. Find my name on Trump's FEC report. You won't find it. Find any business of mine listed on the Trump FEC report. You won't find it. I ain't made a dang dollar from the Trump campaign. In fact, when I ran for Congress, I lost a lot of money running for Congress, and I didn't make it back. I don't always agree with Donald Trump's picks of who he endorses and who he doesn't endorse. I hate the way that congressional seats is always next good old boy up, and that's simply the way it is. There are things that do need to be changed, and I am at the forefront of, 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 of having those conversations with the people in charge and the people that can actually affect those changes to figure out how we do that. But in 2024, we've got to win. And the only way we win is by stopping this nonsense. DeSantis and Nikki Haley have wasted over $300 million already. Imagine what we could have been doing with that already if we didn't have all this nonsense going on and everybody unified 
behind Trump because he's going to be the nominee, not because he's a demigod figure, not because we worship at the feet of Donald Trump, because it's the reality that he is going to be the Republican nominee. And Big Mike is who he's going to be running against because it ain't Joe Biden. And even the Democrats know Joe Biden can't beat Trump. Not not two times in a row. It ain't going to happen. Unless World War III breaks out or another pandemic breaks out, Joe Biden is in trouble. Okay? And now, can you just do me a favor? And I'm putting myself on the spot here. Go to Google and just type in Michelle Obama. I just, I'm just curious, and then go to news. I'm just curious. I just want to see uh, E-L-L-E. All right, now go to news. All right, now show the people the screen here. Oh, very first thing, Michelle, uh, Donald Trump versus Michelle Obama in 2024 elections. Reports say former, former First Lady could replace Joe Biden. Another one. Michelle Obama might match her husband at the 2020. Oh, that's that's 2024 Grammy. (laughs) Here we go. Many Republicans in disbelief over Trump Biden election Mm -hmm. rematch. Michelle Obama could sneak her way into the 2024 race. Frocks and friends. uh, Will Kane says it's not going to happen. Will Kane's wrong about everything. I like Will. Right there is another one. But my point is, people are starting to talk about it because it's going to happen. It went from not in the news ever. To a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here. Have you noticed the only people who haven't come out and said that's ridiculous? Democrats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, the, they're the only ones. So, Graham, um, if, if, you, if it were to go Obama-Trump right now at this point, with all the momentum that Trump has going on right now, how do you feel about them going head-to-head if they were to? Oh, oh it's absolutely worst-case scenario. Michelle Obama jumping in the race is absolutely, they are pulling out the nukes. Like, it is absolutely worst-case scenario. Well, you said yourself, they they thought Obama was the savior, you know, in the last election. Mm -hmm. So it's not about it being Michelle Obama. It's the name. Well, it's the name. The only other play that they could have. So I'm going to be devil's advocate for myself. And I'm going to think truly political for just a second. The only thought process I can wrap my head around is they know they're going to lose the presidency in 2024. So they're focusing their attention on the house and the Senate instead. Yeah. Donald Trump gets the presidency, but he can't do jack crap because we lose the house. We are on track to lose the House in 2024. We, we are. That's the reality. I don't know how many other conservative pundits will tell you the truth, but we are. Right now, as it stands, we are on track to lose the House. And even if we lose the House, that's all they need. Because then they stop Trump for two of the really three, three and a half years he has in office once he gets in. Because he's only got one term. So the only thing that I can think of that they are like, okay, on Biden is let's lose the White House, but then we take back control of the House and then it's ineffective. He can't do anything. That's the only plan I see that makes sense for them not replacing Joe Biden. But even that's a stretch for me. I just don't see that happening because if you put Michelle Obama in, you can win the presidency potentially and still take majority in the House. Mm-hmm. That's still the better play. Yep. And so it doesn't make sense to me the other way around, but that's the only thing I can think of is that they've already just dealt with the fact they're going to lose the presidency. 
Let's focus on getting the House and the Senate back. Well, and you, you've also, I mean, you're, they're going to lose the House, number one, is because people keep dropping. You know, people keep leaving the House, and that 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 lead is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller yeah, you and just smaller. Had, you just had Jeff Duncan right yep. here in District gone. 3, gone. which is where we live. He's gone. And, and so it will be a Republican seat. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, like, like yeah. we're not going to lose that seat. But, yeah, you're, you're seeing – here's what's happening. People are seeing these corrupt politicians, even if they had a good voting record. Oh, he voted 98% conservative. That's great. But the country's worse now. So these politicians really haven't done anything. Okay, you know how easy it is to vote 100% conservative? You literally just do what the other 98% of the Republicans <laughs> yeah, are that, doing. That's working. And you vote conservative. Everybody acts like that's some kind of badge of honor that you did what the majority of everybody else did. Like, like that's that they think you're stupid. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, like they think you're dumb. My question is this to whoever's running for office and to whoever's going to be in office. My question is this. We most likely are on a path to lose majority in 2024. So are we sending people to Congress that have the ability to affect other races in other states and other districts to win back majority in 2026? Because if we're not sending those people, okay, oh, we need somebody to represent, even here in District 3, oh, we need somebody to represent us in District 3. Newsflash, federal, they're not representing teetotal crap for you in D.C. Because if we don't have the majority, they can't do anything for you. Well, we need a new budget for new roads. That's state house stuff. We've got Hmm. people that don't understand the difference between the two. A federal congressman or woman goes to D.C. to fight the federal battles in D.C. If Republicans don't have the majority in the House, your representative can't do anything. I don't care what their voting record is. Oh, they got a 99% conservative voting record. Great. How do they affect Colorado elections? How can they help in Illinois elections? How can they help nationwide like AOC affects elections nationwide? You really think that AOC doesn't play a part in getting other Democrats elected? That's the future, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're not sending representatives to D.C., senators to D.C., or even your governors, if they do not have the ability to fight the battle that is being fought right now, then they're ineffective and therefore, in my opinion, should not be sent to D.C. to represent you. Fact. A lot of people disagree with me on that. But, you know, comment the the, the things. Let me know. That's all we got for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoyed it. If this brought you knowledge, entertainment, make sure to hit that like button. Make sure to follow if this is your first time watching. And leave us a comment in the comment section. We like to go back and try to talk to you as much as possible. And, again, share this far and wide. Todd, let's end this thing out. Let's do it. Let us bow. Father, we just thank you for another good show. Lord, we thank you for a good weekend, and we're looking forward to a a wonderful week. Father, I just pray for all the people that are watching us here on our platform, Lord, that you give them the wisdom, the guidance uh, necessary to get through their lives and through their daily routines, Father. And we just thank you for your grace, your love, and your mercy that is fresh and new for us every single day. And Lord, for that that listener, for that follower, for those that are 
that can hear my voice, that is not a member of the flock, that is not a member of the fold, and that has never met you, Father. I just ask that you meet that individual exactly where they are, uh, Father, that you you show them your love, you show them your grace, and help them or put somebody in their path to make a eternal decision. Father, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for your son's sacrifice. We thank you for Jesus and everything that he accomplished for us to prove that he had power over death. Um, Lord, we love you. Help us get through the rest of the week unscathed. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. All right, Tony, say goodbye. Hasta mañana. (laughs) All right, I'm Graham Allen. Stay awake, not woke. Trust in God, not the government. And as always, stay free.